Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Primetime Sports, and I'm your host, Tanner Rivas. I, uh, look, I'm really looking forward to this podcast, as it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. I think I'm, I'm very blessed for the opportunity to try and start up this podcast, to try to just expand out my sports page that I already got going on. Uh, I think it'll really help me out with this, with what I want to do in the future. Just, uh... What this podcast will really be about is just for my sports page, and I'll be breaking down just news, scores, uh, previews of games, and then talking about games after they're over, just through college football, NFL, and then, I mean, I'll break down with some fantasy for NFL uh, as we kind of expand out and move on through these next couple weeks i'll be bringing in people to kind of talk to and about football just kind of interview them just kind of expand out this page and bring in some new opportunities and i think i think it'll be fun and i think with if i just can get some support in because i'm gonna do my best to kind of bring some hype and let you guys enjoy this but i uh i'm very excited so I think we're going to go ahead and jump straight into it here. So we'll kind of talk about this episode will be is kind of just getting things started. And I think it'll be, I think right here is, uh, we'll go ahead and talk about some college football from today. Kind of talk about some of the games that stuck out to me most. And then we'll go into tomorrow's games for NFL and I'll kind of break them down and maybe throw in a couple score predictions that I think and we'll just go along and see what happens here so uh, looking at it today I mean we've got some good games here I mean close ones see we got number one Georgia was a dog fight with South Carolina at home I seen that game was let's see it was 14 to 3 at halftime South Carolina and Georgia come back 24 to 14 look like a Big game for Carson Beck with 269 passing yards. And then kind of good rushing game. Good rushing game for Georgia. Good passing game. I mean, it was, I think really Georgia's been kind of, to me, they, they've been starting out slow. And I think when you look at their schedule and you look at everybody that they've played, it's kind of a bunch of nobodies with their roster talent going back-to-back national championship winners like you just think of it as like they should be coming out just dominating and I personally to me in my eyes I haven't seen that yet from them but I mean I think just being early on in the season it'll pick up so can't really count out the dogs uh Michigan and today was last day of for the last week of Coach Harbaugh's suspension. Uh, Penn State picking up the big win on the road against Illinois, 30-13. to Florida State was ranked number three, you know, living up to the, all this hype that they've had so far with all these recruits coming in and big team bringing it back, a lot of starters. It's just going on the road against one-and-one Boston College. And, they was they was in the dog fight, but 
pulling out 31-29. And you kind of look at the end of that game. I'll go off and kind of break that one down a little bit. Uh, I mean, it was it was something. I uh, Boston College got themselves beat with all the penalties they had there. I mean, that was something. Jordan Travis had 15 for 24 completions and attempts. They had 212 passing yards, two touchdowns with an 87.7 QBR. Let's see, uh, he was also four carries for 38 yards, averaging nine nine and a half yards a carry. Let's see, Rodney Hill and Trey Benson were the two main backs used today, coming in at a total rushing with 34 carries, 128 yards as a team, two touchdowns. I mean, that's not bad. Johnny Wilson, a big game. Four receptions for 105 yards. Uh, a couple turnovers this game. Kind of might have flipped the script a little more had the Boston College been able to punch them in. Defense looked pretty solid. Then you flip over to the side with Boston College. Thomas Castellanos. 20 completions out of 33 attempts, 305 yards, one touchdown and one interception. So, I mean, good game out of him. I mean, if you kind of take out that one interception and add another touchdown, this goes a whole different ball game. And it's just, it's a, it's a tough one for Boston College, I think. I mean, penalties got him killed. And, I mean, that'll happen to you. I mean, you can't just can't have a big team like that roll into your stadium and then you try to win it by but you have all the penalties really it just happens but Florida State takes it 31-29 that's a big game big win for them kinda just getting ready for their big season as they kinda live up to the hype here it should be a good season for them I think I mean I think they'll make a lot of noise coming up Especially starting out the season against LSU. It's just good win. Solid win. Uh, Bama getting the win. I've seen that against U.S. or South Florida. Kind of kind of looking at Bama. I'm going to kind of talk about them for just a minute. I, I'm kind of shocked for kind of how this team's looking right now. I mean... When you look at Bama, you just think of an absolute powerhouse unit, just big recruiting, always just hard physical, always up there with Nick Saban, and you never you never see them just kind of down. But I mean, you've seen that recently, kind of a little bit. But this year is just different to me. I think with the quarterback situation, really like started three three different quarterbacks now. So, I mean, they started out with Jalen Milrow, had a good first game, kind of just setting things off good, and then, of course, you come into last week when bring in to play Texas, and Jalen Milrow kind of struggled, and Texas is another team that, I mean, good powerhouse teams, I mean, it was just two battle of two future SEC teams going at it, and Texas just had too much firepower, I think, and... Bama just not so much really I mean they struggled I think really it's like a young team and they're still trying to go through these like 
struggling with my growth pains, and, which I think next year we'll probably get things kind of lined out moving forward. I think. Uh, I mean, it's it'll be it'll be fun to kind of hopefully see them become the powerhouse unit everybody knows they can be. But uh, looking at their game today against South Florida, I mean, it looked kind of ugly at first. Uh, they come out and started a different quarterback today with not Jalen Milrow. Come in and started Tyler Buckner, the Notre Dame transfer, who is known with their known to be good chemistry with their new offensive coordinator, who also comes from Notre Dame. But uh, he come in, kind of struggled. Five only five completions out of 14 attempts for 34 yards. Not really, not really great. And then they flipped to the true freshman Ty Simpson, five star at a high school, come in and went five for nine, 73 yards. So somewhat decent, but really it looks to me that they relied on the the run game here with. Roydell Williams, 17 carries for 129 yards and one touchdown. Jace McClellan, 13 carries, 74 yards. Really, I mean, this game might have been just uh, maybe weathered, kind of, relying on the run game. But, I mean, I think it was only 17-3 to out in favor of Bama. But, really, I mean, you look at that and... They gotta find a quarterback. Really, some noise this year because I know it's still non-conference, but now we're getting into the weeks of conference play, and so you're gonna have to have your quarterback that's gonna lead that team with passing because you got all the wide receivers out there. But maybe things will roll out good for them here. Uh, moving on, we'll kind of just roll through here and kind of talk about some games. Uh, LSU number 14 after hard loss like week one against Florida State. I kind of talked about that a little bit ago. Uh, they come out and they just fought and played hard. Took a big, big conference win against over Mississippi State 41-14. to So that's a good win. Uh, huge upset to me. Number 15 Kansas State going down against unranked Missouri in Missouri. Yeah, it looked like it was a really good game for Missouri overall. I mean, just 30 to 27, ending it off with a 61-yard field goal walk-off. So that's awesome. I mean, it's always good to see stuff like that go down. Looked like Missouri's offense was really working. Uh, yeah, Kansas State, Will Howard, 25 for 39, 270 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. So really, I mean, it's not it's not bad. I mean, that's a pretty solid game. I think, I think this this year, Kansas State will be a whole different team compared to what they was last year. I mean, they lost a lot of weapons on both sides of the ball. I feel like, especially on offense. I mean, you look at you look at it last year, and yeah, I mean, just crazy running back Deuce Vaughn. Uh, you felt like you could do everything for him. Uh, lost good receiving weapons. I mean, they could, yeah, I feel like they could just sling the ball last year, but I feel like I feel like there'll be another good, solid team that'll be in the running for Big 12 this year. Uh, you flip over to Missouri, that's a huge win here. Uh, Brady Cook, 23 for 35, 356 passing yards and two touchdowns. I mean, it's a 
very solid, very solid game for pulling through with a big win here. The rushing, the rushing wasn't too bad. Uh, the receiving, Luther Burden, five star last year. I mean, come in huge game here. Seven receptions for 114 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Mookie Cooper, four receptions for 79 yards. Theo Weiss, six receptions for 72 yards. So I mean. You just throw in all that, and all that receiving was just a little too much for Kansas State today, and that's a, that's a really good win for Missouri moving on as they can get ready for conference play coming up. Uh, so far, I'm in some pretty good games. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and one team that I'm gonna, I want to talk about for just a minute playing right now is uh, it's Colorado, and one thing that I, I have enjoyed about Colorado is seeing seeing them flip around. I mean, they Colorado used to be good, and then they just kind of struggled these past recent years, and it's just bad for that fan base that they just dealt with awful seasons. But then this year, prime time come in from Jackson State, winning two SWAC titles over there, and just really bringing in some recruits as it's awesome to see prime time Deion Sanders come in to coach and going from a HBCU college to a D1 power five school yeah it made you think like how it would actually go because I mean it makes you think that that's two different things that you're going like two different levels but uh, it, was, it was awesome to see to me personally how he come in and just brought in all the recruits with him. Uh, I mean, you look at when he was at Jackson State, he had his son, Shador Sanders, uh, playing quarterback for him. Uh, he flipped to the defensive side of the ball. You got a strong safety, Shiloh Sanders. is also his son. He brought with him. Uh, one thing that was actually crazy last year is he pulled the number one recruit out of, the, out of recruitment, Travis Hunter. Uh, many know about him. Just one hell of a player. Uh, both sides of the ball. I mean, plays corner on defense, and he can play receiver on offense. So he's just two-way monster. You don't really see that out of any anybody in these going in these levels. But learning from prime time, Coach Dion did that when he played ball. So it's just awesome to see him learn from one of the legends. But one thing I love about this Colorado team is. They flipped from being one of the worst last year to powerhouse this year, and I, I just think I think Dion's gonna take these guys to be an, a national championship contender within the next few years, maybe if not this year. I definitely see him this year competing for the Pac-12, uh, maybe getting a shot at the playoffs. But this year, I kind of see uh, see them definitely, like I said, just being national championship contenders. <laughs> in the next few years with this recruiting path that they've had and uh, I'm excited so right now they're taking on Colorado State and uh, it's been a rough game for them Colorado State coming in 0-1 just fired up I feel like I mean all week we've had just back and forth mouthing with each other I mean, that's what you get out of a in-state in rival that's what you want that's what that's what football's all about it's the rivals I think and uh, had a pre-game scuffle before but that's football for you. I mean, you kind of go look at Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio, 
for Ohio State, Michigan, uh, OU Texas, OU OSU. Uh, there's Bama. That's, that's about like Bama Georgia kind of. I mean, that's a good rival. I mean that's just all these rivals, and I mean you expect that, and that's what fires you up for the game. It just gets the blood flowing, gets you ready for it. Just one hell of a game. And this one's in overtime right now. Thirty. Colorado just scored, in fact, 35-28 now. Colorado State's fixing to get the ball. Uh, good game. Good game to watch. And can't wait to see how that one pans out. Uh, moving forward, we got Utah with the big win over Weber State, 31-7. Notre Dame picking up the win at home to jump up to 4-0. 41-17 over Central Michigan. OU, another dominant win against in-state rival Tulsa they go 66-17 and uh, I feel like OU will be a team that will be kind of second year under Brent Venables yeah, I feel like he'll make some noise this year last year in the Big 12 so I can't wait to see how that team does this year with all the firepower that they have this year uh, second year under Jeff Levy and Dylan Gabriel can't wait to see how that defense performs as they make a run for it going into last year the Big 12. Uh, North Carolina 31-13 over Minnesota bumping them up to 3-0. Uh, Duke. Duke with the big win over Northwestern 38-14. Duke is a big team that makes some noise after upsetting Clemson just a couple weeks ago. Uh, let's see. Washington with a huge 41-7 win over Michigan State at Michigan State. I mean, that's, that's just. I think Michael Penix would be, in my opinion, one of in the running for Heisman. Just one hell of a player. Good stats put up. Uh, one upset that's still for me. Probably the only upset, really, so far, is uh, Tennessee. That was just. If anybody it was a wild, wild game in the swamp, and I think Tennessee kind of got a little fired up, but I just, sorry, lost my train of thought, but coming into this game, I mean, big game in the swamp, and Tennessee's fired up, ranked number 11th, and it's just... I think any of these types of games, like starting out SEC play, and it's just you never know what to expect, and it's just uh, a wild game. Joe Milton kind of made the comment of he don't lose in Florida, and I think maybe Florida took that personally. But kind of went off track, sorry. Uh, big game. Joe Milton had a big game. Travis Etienne, huge monster game in the rushing. And uh, Florida took that game 29-16. Starting out conference play for them too, I think. Well, Colorado State just scored. See if they uh, kick the PAT here or end up going for two for the win. Let's find out. Michigan 
with a win. Ole Miss picking up 48-23 win over Georgia Tech. Uh, Texas got a little fright, little dog fight for a little bit with Wyoming, but they pulled through and went 31 to 10. Oregon with a dominant win over Hawaii, 55 to 10, as they get ready to take on conference play against Colorado this next week. That game will be uh, 11 o'clock Central time, 12 Eastern on ABC. That'll be a that'll be a fun one to watch. I think at Oregon. Been a been a good week of college football, I feel like. And I'm excited to kind of see how it pans out here. Uh, BYU with the big upset against Arkansas. I mean that was a that was a back and forth game. Arkansas put a bunch of big offensive stats and just couldn't pull through. Uh, one shocker here is uh, South Alabama going into Stillwater against Oklahoma State. Pulling through 33-7 a good dominant win for South Alabama. Kind of throw it out there. Good non-conference win for them. Fresno State pulling into Arizona State with a good 29-0 shutout. Good win for Fresno State there. Ohio State is finally, I think, showing off their dominance against Western Kentucky. Pulling 63-10. And that's good for Ohio State, I think. Uh, they'll be a team that can make some noise, but really, I I want to know about their quarterback situation because they have all the offensive and defensive weapons in the world, but really when you look at the offense, it's been all about the quarterback play and between Kyle McCord and Devin Brown. I mean, it's just, yeah, they pulled with Kyle McCord today. And I think he's true QB1, had a big, big game passing-wise. Uh, I'll pull up his stats right here. Uh, 19 for 23 for 318 yards and three touchdowns. So, it's a good one. Trayvon Henderson, 13 carries, 88 yards, two touchdowns. Marvin Harrison, five receptions for 126 yards. Big game, big game. Uh, what kind of Colorado State decided to kick the field goal? Or the, I mean, sorry, the extra point tied 35 going in the second overtime, so just stay tuned for that one. Uh, well, that kind of. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how college football pans out coming up. I know I probably didn't cover it a lot, but we're rolling in on. A little over 20 minutes here, and so I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna switch over to NFL here and uh, talk about tomorrow. Uh, I'll talk about go ahead and talk about last week's week one, and go ahead and talk about this week and kind of preview over some some games. Uh, last week was week one, brought in lots of hype, and everybody just excited to have have it back and. I feel like I feel like one game or uh, two games actually here that really just stuck out to me most was these two dominant wins. Uh, so we started out with Thursday night football and Detroit Lions traveling into Kansas City taking on reigning Super Bowl champs, the Chiefs, and led by Patrick Mahomes. 
Uh, it was the celebration of their Super Bowl title. Lions just come in, come in Arrowhead, and just pull together and just played just well, absolutely one hell of a game. Uh, it was just awesome to see that that win, taking it 21-20. But really, it's I know it's week one. I mean, you'll have upsets, but uh, Kansas City's nothing to really worry about. They got they didn't have Kelsey and still trying to when you don't have your best tight end probably one of the top few tight ends ever to play in the game that's rough and you got a young weapons that you're still trying to work with from home so that happens uh, so the game that really stuck out to me was Sunday night football and kicked it off with a big big rival between Dallas Cowboys and New York Giants uh, Dallas kind of loading back up with the same team Everybody's just uh, kind of wondering what it would look like now with offensive coordinator Kellen Moore gone and then rolling in with Mike McCarthy now calling the plays. So everybody kind of wondered how that offense would go, but the defense is still one of the top defenses up there in the league. And uh, Giants loaded up, kind of had a good offseason. Everybody kind of wondered how that would go. And I feel like second year under Brian DeBall, I feel like they'll be better. And uh, to come in and come in and play the rival of the Cowboys at home, and they just laid a goose egg there. Uh, Cowboys wind up pulling through 40 to nothing. But one thing that stuck out to me most about that game was, I think the, I think the Cowboys defense, really. Yeah, everybody knew they'd be good, but how they come out and played on the road, first game, uh, with, the, with the weather being just, big adversity with the rain and everything then they come out and just they was dominant at the start uh the giants looked like they was gonna have it going first drive opening drive they was driving down the field and then they kind of had a bad snap on a third down play got backed up and then cowboys blocked field goal returned it for a touchdown and that's kind of just where it started from there and defense was uh if i remember right they had uh two interceptions two fumbles or one, one or two fumbles, two touchdowns, one being a blocked field goal return for a touchdown, one was a pick six, and so I think moving forward, uh, they'll both be really good teams looking for, they'll, they'll be battling through the NFC East, uh, the, the Falcons taking on the Panthers, That's, that was a good one, pa Falcons winning 24-10, kind of looking into that one. I think the Falcons will be better. Uh, they had a good off season, going out and just the quarterback situation should be different. Starting Desmond Ritter this year, but when you look at the running back room, you got rookie Bijan Robinson who would just be pure dominant. Uh, Tyler Algier, and then you got to, you got the man that can play anywhere, Cordell Patterson. Uh, defense side of the ball should be pretty good. I think Panthers kind of. Going through a little growing pains, I think. Um, new coach, rookie quarterback, and Bryce Young. Uh, they went and signed Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen, DJ Chark. I mean, they got guys uh, just kind of probably working all that together. But I think Panthers will be a team to kind of look for coming up. Uh, Browns. Browns pulling through against the Bengals, 24-3. That's a huge game. Huge win for the Browns. Kind of start out the season. 
Jaguars. Jaguars Colts 31-21. Jags getting the win. They Jags look good to me. Uh, got Calvin Ridley this year, who's coming off a one-year suspension last year from the gambling policy. Uh, Trevor Lawrence 241 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Travis Etienne 18 carries, 77 yards, one touchdown. Calvin Ridley huge game opening season after not playing a snap for two years now. Eight receptions, 101 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, the Colts are another team, kind of, I think, going through some struggling pains that'll take, kind of, probably take a rebuild. I mean, you got new coach, uh, new quarterback, and Anthony Richardson, kind of some new weapons and stuff, but, I mean, as they kind of grow through that, I think they'll be a solid team coming up. Jags will be a team that'll be fighting for, to make some noise in playoffs, so that'll be fun. Uh, Buccaneers, Vikings, 20 to 17. We got Saints, Titans, 16 15 in favor of the Saints. 49ers showing off their dominance against the Steelers, 30 to 7. Packers owning the Bears, 38 to 20 yet again. Commanders, big win over the Cardinals, kind of. I wouldn't call it big, but 20 to 16. Ravens, 25 to 9 over the Texans. Raiders 17-16 over the Broncos. It's a good, it's a good win against their rival. Eagles Patriots 25-20. And I, uh, I look at that game, and I, I, it's in New England. Like I said, it's Week One. But when you look at the Eagles and kind of think, they didn't have, I would say, a great off season, but they didn't have a bad off season. It kind of just made the middle to me. I feel like. Uh, Brought Jalen Hurts in on a huge, huge contract. They kind of lost. They lost Miles Sanders. They lost a couple guys on defense, just Javon Hargrave. Uh, so, but then they also had a huge draft and got a couple guys out of free agency. But you look at them and you expect them after coming off a Super Bowl appearance, you expect them to be good. And they come out and they kind of struggled. Uh, I mean, weather adversity wasn't great, and playing on the road kind of makes it not very good either, but, uh, I mean, I kind of look for them to probably shake off, shake that off, and having two, two new coordinators on offense and defense kind of get to you too, but, uh, let's see here, uh, Dolphins Chargers, that was a, that was a very, very good game. Uh, Dolphins pulling through 36-34 to attack of Viola. Huge game, 466 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Tyree Kill with a monster receiving game, 11 receptions for 215 yards and two touchdowns. And then we got the Rams, Seahawks, 30-13. That was a good game. Uh, Going to flip over here to Monday Night Football and Got the Bills, Jets. Everybody, everybody really looking forward to this game. Aaron Rodgers' debut for the Jets. I know Jets fans are really excited for the new new team that they had. I mean, everybody's fired up. They got we got Aaron Rodgers, uh, Dalvin Cook, Brees Hall's coming off a ACL tear. I mean, he's fresh, ready to go. Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. Uh, I mean, the guys are there. I mean, flip to the defensive side. You went. Got, you know, I mean, you got Sauce Gardner, C.J. Mosley, uh, oh, 
Whitehead, I can't remember his first name. Uh, and you got, I mean, your D line's pretty good. So, you got, I mean, they went, went and signed Quentin Williams back to contract. So, everybody was excited for that game, especially for Aaron Rodgers to come in and hopefully just bring the Jets to be good. Again, it has been fans kind of kind of like Colorado was just they struggled a lot, and but uh, you go and you look at that game, and it was not what everybody expected. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' fourth play of his opening drive goes down and gets hurt, winds up tearing his Achilles, and. Sad news, uh, he's out for the season, but when, like, like how I see it, when one man goes down, next man up, and uh, that was the fact for former starter, former number two pick in the 2021 draft, Zach Wilson, uh, new offensive coordinator with Nathaniel Hackett, uh, former Packers offensive coordinator, and a one-year awful kind of head coaching Last year with Broncos, I just didn't very, wasn't very good, but a uh, good offensive mind coming in with the Jets, a new offensive coordinator for Zach Wilson, uh, kind of familiar with Aaron Rodgers, as Aaron Rodgers had him at Green Bay, but uh, Zach Wilson stepped in and just did what he could to kind of fight through and get through that rough emotional night, as the Jets just fought for Aaron Rodgers and got a good win, 22-16 to there, I mean, Really, I feel like it was the Bills game to lose. and Josh Allen kind of just gave it away there. Uh, four turnovers, and you just you can't have that, really. Uh, for being a franchise quarterback like that, one of the top in the league, and just coming out and starting off rough like that, I mean, it happens. But look for the Bills to kind of reset, and they'll, they'll be good. Uh, I wouldn't really stress about it. And for the Jets, I... Uh, Lots of questions for them with uh, Zach Wilson, so things will be different for them going into week two as uh, we'll go ahead and get started here with week two. Kind of preview through a couple games. A few that I think will be good. Uh, Jets, Cowboys, that'll be a good one. That's like I just said, we're kind of worried about the Jets. And one thing I want to see out of both teams, I want to see out of Jets kind of how they respond to the all the noise of Aaron Rodgers being hurt now and just kind of see how they do. And uh, moving on, I'm out of the Cowboys. I, uh, I, 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 sure I expect to see another strong defensive performance. But one thing I, I need to see to just kind of solidify my case to see if they're actually a contender or not this year is uh, I need to see more to the offense. The offense didn't really have to do much. I mean, defense was just kind of putting it away for them. But I think you'll, you'll see a lot out of the offense this game. Uh, Raiders, Bills. Packers, Falcons, I mean, those those would be good. Chargers, Titans, Chiefs, Jaguars, that would be a really good game. I uh, got Kelsey back on offense for the Chiefs, and then uh, Chris Jones back on the D-line. 49ers, Rams, that would be a good one to watch, kind of kind of just go watch California rival. Uh, Sunday Night Football, Dolphins, Patriots, I think that will really, really be a good one. Uh, I mean, 
Dolphins coming off a huge win against the Chargers. And Patriots coming off the sad, tough loss against the Eagles. But in New England, I, I think I'm going to take... Uh, I think I'll take Dolphins here in the nail-biter. But I uh, expect to see another big game from both teams. And Thursday Night Football was uh, Eagles-Vikings. And uh, Eagles take that game 34-28. You kind of look into that game. And uh, really, again, I've seen a lot of struggle from the Eagles. But I think that game was really for the Vikings to win. I mean, it was there. Kind of looked before halftime and making a good drive. And Justin Jefferson fumbled right there at the pylon, giving the touchback giving the ball back to the Eagles and Eagles wind up driving downfield and getting a field goal in before half to kind of give them momentum shift and but just week two I, I expect to see some good things out of both teams this year uh, we'll go go through here and kind of do some a couple games kind of pick who I think will win this week tomorrow uh, Jets Cowboys. Uh, I think that'll be a tough one, tough game. But right now the lines Dallas for eight and a half, over under thirty eight and a half. I think I'm gonna take. I think I take Dallas covering the spread and covering the over under. Uh, another game that I look for is the Chiefs Jaguars. It's got Chiefs spread a three nothing over under fifty one points. Uh, personally. Hate to, I, I, I'm gonna go with the upset here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jaguars covering the spread, winning by seven. I think. I think it'll be pure offense here, and I think being at Jacksonville, I think it'll be. I think it'll be a good one. Jaguars take the upset there. Forty uh, ers Rams. I'm gonna take. I, I'm gonna take 49ers in this game. I just think the offense and defense is too much, led by. Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey on offense, and then you flip to defense, and you got Fred Warner, Javon Hargrave, uh, just a bunch of guys, bunch of bunch of just tough-nosed physical defense. Nick Bosa, uh, look for that Dolphins Patriots. I uh, was just talking about that. Uh, I think I think like I said, I think Dolphins here covering the spread at uh, two and a half points. I think Dolphins win it by three, three to seven right here. Uh, Monday Night Football, you got Saints, Panthers, and Browns, Steelers. I think I'm gonna take uh, Monday Night Football. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the Browns, and I'm gonna take the Saints. So that uh covers the week two, and uh, we'll kind of, I think we'll start to expand out more and. Kind of, I'll get more familiar and kind of what, find out what I'm going to be talking about, how I'll talk about it and everything. But, uh, really I hope you guys enjoy this first episode. I mean, it was probably a little out of, out of control and kind of all over the place, but I'll get things lined out as we go on. And just exciting times for me in my life right now. Is I'm getting ready to, getting ready for college and kind of go out next year head off to Stillwater 
to Oklahoma State for sports media program to kind of just get ready on with my life. But I think this podcast will be something that sticks with me. I think the sports page and this podcast will help me kind of expand out and just become bigger and more known. It's my goal. But uh, really, I just do it because, I mean, it's something I enjoy. And uh, just all the support that's given to me, I really appreciate. And for everybody that's been following me, kind of really excited. All my buddies, uh, they've they've all been ready for this podcast, and hopefully, I make this good for them. And just all my family, and my friends, everybody. Hopefully, this was a good first episode, and kind of just I'm learning everything, learning how to do this podcast stuff. But we'll expand out more and. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and uh on the next one either sometime this week or next Saturday. So uh I'll be having stuff on my Instagram and Facebook page, Primetime Sports. Have a try to get this on Spotify and just stay stay tuned. So exciting times. So appreciate you guys and hope you guys have a good day or good evening or whenever you're listening to this and just hopefully enjoy it thanks